0: the squadron they called him bullets but we call him greg kelly greg kelly is on the air on the red apple podcast network
1: and dominic carter here with you in for greg kelly day number two greg kelly has the week off a well-deserved week off for the holidays I'm here in Greg's shoes. We are going to be going right out the gate to the telephones from around the country. 800-848-9222. 800-848-9222. This reminds me so much of the 1992 movie. 1992 movie, Distinguished Gentleman. Starring Eddie Murphy, distinguished gentleman 1992, starring Eddie Murphy. And the way the movie is described is as follows. In the conniving world of politics, even a professional shyster like Thomas Jefferson Johnson, played by Eddie Murphy, can find himself outmatched. After using name recognition to get elected, Johnson enjoys many of the same financial perks as other politicians. In short, it's a movie about a con man, a con man that cons the voters and is elected. And so the actual congressman dies. He happens to be white. Eddie Murphy is African-American, but they share the same name. So Eddie Murphy steps in and runs using the same exact name of the congressman, but does not let photos be taken of him. A con man with a full con team, and he wins. And then he gets a conscience once he's in Congress and finds Uh, a a young person with cancer. And that brings me to Congressman-elect George Santos, representing a Long Island, New York district, mostly Long Island, admitting to lying about his education and his work history. But this is not as simple as it looks. It's a complicated puzzle. Why? House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy. Kevin McCarthy needs every vote he can find, every vote he can get, if he is going to be elected Speaker. We will be taking your calls in just a few minutes. 800 848 But first some perspective, uh, primarily as it relates to the weather. So Thursday, Thursday of last week, was the office Christmas party, and it was a wonderful time by all. The next morning, we were off, my wife and I uh, and my son, to Rhode Island to visit our daughter and grandkids. And at the hotel, where we were staying in Rhode Island, I kept seeing these guys with neo-yellow uh, uh, and green uh, gear on. I guess that's the terminology for it. And so now it was late at nighttime, and all of these guys were in the cafeteria area in the lobby of the hotel, eating and drinking coffee. I quickly found out, And I like to learn new things. I quickly found out that they are from the power companies and tree companies. And they are the crews that are sent in advance, in advance of a storm all over the country to quickly help restore Power and to get down trees out of the way, so that they can restore power, so the guys I was talking to drove these big utility trucks into Rhode Island from as far away as Florida from all over the country. Some of these guys were on the road for more than twenty four hours in advance, in advance of the storm, and Rhode Island was not hit bad at all. Where I was happened to be very little snow, right outside of Providence and Warwick, and the guys told me, these workmen, that they were being rerouted, rerouted to Buffalo, New York. The blizzard. All I could think was, wow, These guys are going into the eye of the storm. Most of us want to get away. It's almost like first responders. And this is why I say that we owe a tremendous amount of debt to our first responders for what they do each and every day. Our police officers all around the country, firefighters, medical personnel, the list goes on and on. Now, I really believe you can add these utility workers that come in and risk their lives, because one of them died just recently, Risk their lives to restore power to everyone. And so I see a lot of the calls coming in, and one of them uh, from Steve in Long Island says that George Santos beat the system because he's smart. Guess what? Steve is right. He's right. But we're going to see how long he can beat the system. I'm going to come back to George Santosa in a second. But Buffalo, among the dead from around the country, a woman in Buffalo was found dead. It's front page news in the New York area after being trapped in her car during the blizzard for 18 hours. 18 hours stuck in her car. I've often wondered what goes through your mind. In a situation like that, obviously panic. Do you know that you're about to die? Are you hoping against hope that the rescue crews will get to you? This is Buffalo, New York, after all, where they are used to dealing with snow. They are the experts of dealing with snow. So this woman happened to be 22 years old, 22 years old. And as the snow pounded the upstate New York area, she sent terrifying video to her family that she was trapped inside the car. Her name, Andell Taylor. And she became one of at least thus far 28 killed. In what New York Governor Kathy Hochul has called the blizzard of the century, she was on her way home from work in Buffalo Friday afternoon. She shared a series of videos with her sisters in North Carolina. The last one, just after midnight, showing her rolling down her ice. Covered window to show a nearby van also stuck with its emergency lights on. Family members say she was scared. Again, trapped in the car for 18 hours before she was found on Christmas Eve. She called 911 and waited for help. The hero first responders tried everything they could to find her to get to her but it didn't it didn't work out this time fire department police officers everybody got stuck everyone got stuck and and could not find her and so bravos to the first responders all over the country that in this weather situation are still out there trying to save lives And I say this as in the Buffalo situation, we are looking at a situation where looters are ransacking stores. Police are out there trying to save lives, stuck. And these animals are robbing stores. And that's what they are. Animals, the mayor of Buffalo, New York, Byron Brown, talked about the looters and also talked about uh, some of the rescue uh, efforts and what officials were locating.
2: It is uh, painful uh, to find members of your community that are deceased, uh, those that are deceased uh, actually uh, on streets in our community who were trying to walk out during storm conditions got disoriented and passed away out in the street.
1: Passed away out in the street. I'm one of those types that uh I would not have sat there in in the car. And um I, I, I can see how how one could become disoriented. Because to be honest with you, there are times now in New York City when I will happen to come up. I don't know if it's a sign of getting older. I'll happen to come up from the subway, and, um, you know, I know my location where I'm going, but I can't find out exactly where I am and which street is south and which street is north, and it takes me a few seconds, and I'm a little embarrassed about it, but sometimes I have to ask people. So if I'm on 50th Street in Midtown and I'm trying to go to 48th Street, I may have to ask someone, uh, which way is, is south? So I, I, I don't know uh, Rich Radabali, who I'm working with today on this show. I don't know if it's a sign, Rich, and, and uh, I'll bring you in on this. I don't know if it's a sign of uh, of I'm getting older, but I'm being honest. Sometimes I can't figure out my direction where I am.
3: Where, here in the city or just overall, you mean? In,
1: in, in, in New York City. New York City. In, in New York City, When when not when I'm driving because I have ways, but when i'm um, when i come up from the subway and let's say i'm looking i come up at 50th street and i'll see the 50th street sign but i'm trying to go to 48th street and i can't figure out initially which way is south and which way is uh, north
3: yeah you're not the only one there really? i think a lot of people are confused when they come up because they can't yeah they don't know they forget which which street and which avenue is running downtown which ones running cross town and so right, forth so right right you're certainly not the only one
1: Right. And it happens in cities across America. You're not getting old, though. Thank you, Rich (laughs) Radavali. I will take that from you. Dominic Carter in for Greg Kelly on this afternoon. And we are going to start with the telephone calls. I'm going to give you a briefing on the Santos situation. But in a nutshell, in a nutshell, he is the congressman accused, congressman elect accused of lying just about everything in his background. And he's, he's referring to these as, uh, Fabrications and um, he made a mistake and he's embarrassed, but he claims that he will be a good representative. The reason why we are discussing this is because it is a complicated maze. Kevin McCarthy needs every vote he can get if he's going to be elected Speaker of the House. Let's take one telephone call before we get to uh, Santos Hale in Long Island, New York. What's on your mind today?
4: I, I have suggestions up in Buffalo. These guys have got snowmobiles. They're looting. Why can't the police or the National Guard get snowmobiles to track them down? Okay. And I guess these are too busy handling stranded people. It was more important than liquor being stolen. And how about Curtis Lee was sending up the guardian angels up there or send the the people coming up from Mexico, send them up there, give them minimum wage, let them help travel.
1: Well, Hale, please don't get me started on the migrant situation situation, because I feel that we as Americans are being used and abused. And and it's it's real simple. No, you can't come into the country and go back to the days of the Trump administration. No. So please, hell, don't get me excited—not just yet, as it relates to, as it relates to the migrants. So I, I don't recommend sending them up there. How about this? Go back to Mexico or, or your country. I don't mean to be rude. I really don't. I, I understand the plight that they're dealing with and the asylum, uh, uh allegations that you know they're they're leaving their country. I get it. And my violin is out. It really is. But America first. Trump was right about that. America first. How about we take care of our own? See, hell, you got me going on, on the migrants. You got me going. When I'm talking about Buffalo and I'm transitioning to George Santos, what we are going to do, the congressman-elect, we are going to take a break And when we come back, we are going to go to some of your telephone calls and give you the very latest update as it relates to the congressman-elect and uh, the television and radio appearances he has made, admitting that he fabricated his background. We will be right back. Uh. Greg
0: Kelly, entertaining and informative. On the Red Apple Podcast Network.
1: Dominic Carter here with you in for Greg Kelly. Greg has the week off. Republican Congressman-elect George Santos making a lot of national news, admitting to lying about his education and his work history, but is assuring you, Americans, that he's still fit to hold public office i don't buy it i don't buy it but this is extremely complicated republicans have to hold their nose and stick with santos we'll see what prosecutors find because the big issue is uh if he only earned uh up to fifty thousand dollars forty to fifty thousand dollars one year how did he turn around and and uh, loan his campaign $700,000? So it's a big issue. It is a big issue. And we are taking your telephone calls on the George Santos mess. And it's complicated, and Republicans are forced to hold their nose because Kevin McCarthy needs every vote he can get if he is, and it's a big if, if he is going to be elected Speaker. And so Mr. Santos appeared on the John Katsimatidis' uh, Cats at Night uh, radio show, and uh, here is a bit of what he had to say, the Congressman-elect, apologizing, if you will, for what he refers to as resume embellishment. Anything else you want to tell uh, all Americans, all New Yorkers?
5: I think it's simple. Uh, I think I thank all of the people who have been reaching out and stuck by me this entire time. In, in these times is when you really know who has your back. And I have had an immense amount of support, and I really want to thank each and every person. And I want to make sure that if I disappointed anyone by resume embellishments, I'm sorry
1: and Resume embellishment. We will be taking your telephone calls. Dominic Carter in for Greg Kelly. We will be right back.
0: Uh, Greg Kelly, entertaining and informative on the Red Apple Podcast Network.
1: Dominic Carter in for Greg Kelly, Republican Congressman-elect George Santos, the Issue the topic we are dealing with right now. He is admitting to lying about his education, his work history, but says he is fit to hold public office. The confession comes after a report from the New York Times that brought up discrepancies uh, on his uh, resume. He spoke exclusively with radio host John Katsimatidis, and he had claimed that he had graduated from Baruch College and attended New York University, but neither school could find a record of anyone matching his name or date of birth. He claimed that he was once employed by Citigroup and Goldman Sachs, but ultimately admitting that he never worked directly for the financial firms. We are about to start with your telephone calls, 800-848-9222. But it's important. It's important that you hear from the congressman-elect yourself. This is from an interview that was done yesterday on the John Katsimatidis radio show with the congressman-elect, George Santos, you were elected to Congress, and and, and the fact is, uh, your opponent should have, uh, uh, if he thought there was something wrong, should have uh, uh, done his homework and said it before the election, and not uh, not after you win. Well,
5: not only that, John. Something that I tell everybody constantly is, I've always been very proud, and I've always made many jokes. I'm the kid who came from a basement apartment in Jackson Heights, in New in Queens. I was born in abject. Poverty. My family had various ups and downs. I had my personal ups and downs. I saw through that my mother received her terminal cancer treatment care all the way to the end until she died inside our home in, in, in hospice, home in home hospice care. It wasn't easy. Financially, it wasn't easy. I was 27 years old. You know, I was just getting started at, like, the good part of my career, and I was taking care of my very old mother who gave her would have given her life for me. So, yeah, I had financial struggles and difficulties in my life, just like everyone else. But it's things like the New York Times and the elitist institution of the New York Times that make a front-page cover calling me George Santos and his odd jobs. I worked proudly at a call center when I was younger. That's not an odd job. That's a hard earning income, blue-collar job that elitists at the New York Times look at as an odd job.
1: Where do we begin? Where do we begin with this? And in the balance, you have House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy that needs every vote if he is going to be elected speaker. Let's go to the telephones. Let's begin with Sonny in Rockland County, New York. What's on your mind, Sonny?
4: Yeah, Dominic, uh, I think he just apologizes, apparently, that because he, he got caught. But he's not fit to hold Congress. Even as a dog catcher, I wouldn't hire this guy. I mean, if he's going to lie from, the, from now before he even gets to the job, what's he going to do later during his career? I don't trust him as, uh, at all. He shouldn't be, you know. He should be dismissed immediately. There are other fine people that's running, and they should be in that place. Uh, I, I, you know, I don't think he deserves that job, and that's all.
1: Well, I, I hear you, Sonny. But, but if we are to go based on what you're stating, then it requires a, uh, a special election, and and uh, it, you know, Republicans need this seat desperately to to help hold on to the House. That's what the big problem is, Sonny. What do you make as it relates to that?: No, I, I
4: thoroughly understand that, but it's still I mean that's that's a very egregious type of uh, crime. He, you know when you lie on an application, look I, I work for I work for customs, you know, many years ago, and if I lied on my application, no matter what I said, I could stand up doing somersaults, they would have never, never hired me, so I go on those premises so i i, I still want, i don't go along with it, and I know it's a long process, like you say, but you know he I'm, I'm sure he lied about the um uh, what do he lie about about his grandparents being holocaust survivors D- to Is be honest right? with
1: you, what didn't he lie about
4: that's, well, that, see, that's... there you go it it's It's just an abundance of lies, and uh it's I, I i don't go along with it and that's and that's that's my point of view. And uh, I I know it's going to be a slow process, but, you know, we have to deal with it. You know, what can we do?
1: Thank you for the call, Sonny, from Rockland County, New York. Let's go to Connecticut and Scrapper. What's on your mind, Scrapper?
6: People are doing an excellent job. Johnny Katz is doing great. First thing, uh, people are always insulting the the swamps all over the planet. We need the swamps.
1: Okay, but uh, wait, DC, wait, 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 wait! Scrapper, please come down to earth here. I'm not following exactly what you're saying.
6: Well, I have to get to it. The, the,
2: okay,
1: but I don't have all day, every, Scrapper, so please, we have a lot of calls.
6: Okay, the, the D.C. is a septic tank. Not okay. A swamp. And the other thing is don't ever go to court and present your case in front of a judge. Always go with a jury trial.
1: Okay, thank you for the call, Scrapper. Dominic Carter in for for Greg Kelly. Let's go to Cheek in uh, Howard Beach, New York. What's on your mind, Good Cheek? Good afternoon, uh, Dominic. It's Cheek. Listen, Cheech. Curtis, got it all...
6: Curtis got it all wrong. 77 ABC stands for Always Broadcasting Carter. I go to sleep, Carter's on. I wake up, Carter's on with Curtis and the Catman. And now you're filling in for Greg. Dominic, I want to talk about this George Santos. You know? Maybe you can do a show with him uh on a Sunday afternoon, just like Curtis does it with the other jailbird.
1: Okay. All right. Well, thank thank you. Uh thank you for your call. I'm batting a thousand here. Let's go to uh Judith in uh Brooklyn. Judith, what's on your mind?
7: I'm laughing at all these callers. Dominic, listen, I want to talk about which lies are allowed? Okay, so let's That's go. a good point. Here, that's a
1: good point, okay. Judith. Good okay, point. Okay,
7: so here it is, Dominic's uh, fastening your seatbelt. Here is the mother of all Joe Biden's lies, and that's before he was president. He was a candidate running for the office. Joe Biden, the big man, lied about the Biden laptop at the debate with Trump. A month before the election, when they had the, the elections, whatever, he lied. He said, it's Russian misinformation. And, Dominic, he knows very well it's not Russian information. He knows very well that was on that laptop. Everything is true. He's pay to play what he with his son that, you know, they work together, shielded by the FBI. And he says, The FBI said so. He knows the truth, Joe Biden. He lied. Nobody held him accountable to that big lie. And that big lie cost America a lot. Okay. That was a huge lie, as far as I'm concerned. From all the lies that he says, that he was in universities, got law degrees, he's been lying through his teeth since we know him. Okay. But this is the most, this is the worst lie, as far as I'm concerned. And let me go further. Congress, you know, has immunity when they lie. And basically we're learning that it pays to lie cuz you can get to become president of the United States of America simple as that, you know?
1: Well, Judith, let me uh, just point out one thing. So, uh yesterday someone said uh one of the biggest lies that uh Biden told is that he claimed to have attended uh, an African American uh uh college, historically black college in uh in in uh Delaware. Uh, someone sent me something that says uh, a USA Today fact check that he never said that. What he said was that he got his start at a historically uh, black college, and that's where he announced his campaign. Uh, when he started back in the day at a historically black college. So, based on USA Today, and I read the article thoroughly myself to uh to make sure. Mr. Biden did not claim to have uh, attended a historically black college. So I'm just trying to clear up, Judith, where things are and where we. Now, there are a lot of things. And Judith, to be honest with you, these days, I am I am not a fan of uh, President Biden. I, I wish him great success because if he succeeds, I really feel the country succeeds. But the, the things that are going on today. In terms of uh, migrants and 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 the border and those American soldiers that lost their life in Afghanistan, it just seems like one mistake after the other. Judith,
8: do right. you agree or you do know, you disagree? Oh,
7: I agree. I agree with everything you say, but I really think about this. He lied through his teeth about uh, the debate when Trump brought it up because they suppressed the truth. The FBI suppressed the truth. And and what's his name? Biden knew exactly that the laptop was true and not Russian misinformation. That was a huge lie that he himself said, okay, in front of everyone. And nobody bothered to check, nobody said anything, it was the press, whatever, and nothing's being done. And he's now president of the United States of America.
1: Well, I I hear you on that, uh, Judith. Let's see what uh, some other callers have to say. Thank you have to say thank you for the uh, for the uh, call, Judith. Let's go from Brooklyn to Hamburg, New Jersey. Let's say hello to Bill. Bill, what's on your mind?
6: Hello, Dominic. Thank you for being on and trying to get the truth out every day. Here's the. A stupid question. Why aren't Democrats ever investigated? Why isn't there ever coverage on ABC, CBS, and NBC? Especially with that no-good witch Samantha Guthrie. She just loves to chew Republicans up and she never ever stopped and never will stop hounding the great President Trump. It's really unfortunate that this is always going to be a one-way street because our news out here in New Jersey, all we hear about is the garbage occurring in the subways and stabbing and shot. And who's going to get stabbed and shot tonight in the subway? I am sick of it. I tune those networks out. And we will never get a fair break, us Republicans or independents, who are not on the um, Biden wagon train. It's just propaganda Keep repeating the lie. If you repeat it enough, it'll be believed. So that's all I have. I could go on. But thank you, Donna Dominic, for being on along with the rest of the good people on WNBC.
1: Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much, Bill. Dominic Carter here with you folks. And we are taking your telephone calls. We are discussing the situation of the congressman-elect George Santos uh, he says that they are some fabrications, that he is embarrassed by the fabrications as it relates to his uh, work experience, as it relates to his uh, education. Let's go, before we take a break, to Chrissy in New Jersey. Let's stay in New Jersey. Chrissy, what's on your mind? Hey, Dominic. Hello. Nice
9: to you. I listen to you every night before I go to sleep. Well, thank you, listen. Chrissy. Thank you. Sadly, the Democrats have set a very low bar in terms they are the most corrupt, lying, cheating, stealing group of people. I have been a lifelong Republican conservative. I don't believe in lying and cheating and stealing. However, if we are to ever win another election again, we have to stand together And in that, having said that, I I support George Santos. Uh, I remember when John Kerry lied about his service in Vietnam. I remember when uh, Biden constantly lies, constantly. Blumenthal of Connecticut. So we have to play their game. There's no other way to do it. We've tried being above it all to no avail. We lose, lose, lose. We cannot lose this seat. This was a hard fought election. We cannot afford to lose this seat, so I'm begging everybody to stop stop uh bashing santos
1: so Let's chrissy I, Chrissy, I have to take a break but are are you holding your nose on santos or or no?
9: Well, he's not my congressman uh and and i don't I don't subscribe to lying at all. But, uh, yes, I will hold my nose, and I will support him. As I said, the Democrats have set the standard. Let them live by it now. These are their rules. They lie. They cheat. They steal. They've stolen how many elections. So if we're ever to win an election, let's stick by this guy, see how he does, and let the voters decide in the next election. If they're not happy with him, they'll vote him out.
10: Two years from now.
9: Yes, I say give him a chance. We need need every vote we can get to turn this country around.
1: Chrissy, we thank you for the telephone call, Chrissy, in New Jersey. When we come back, we're going to have many more of your telephone calls. The situation with uh, Congressman-elect George Santos and the fabrications in his background. Dominic Carter in for Greg Kelly. Dominic Carter here with you in for Greg Kelly for the remainder of this week. Greg will be back next week. We are taking your telephone calls on Congressman-elect George Santos to represent uh, a Long Island, New York district. He is admitting, admitting, acknowledging that he has fabricated several uh, items on his resume and from his background and we are taking your calls in which uh many of you are stating that uh he should be given a shot he should be given an opportunity but before i go back to santos let me go to ed staten island new york ed what's on your mind
11: hey dominic i'm going to help you navigate new york city
1: ah okay so so wait so wait ed i started the show Uh, describing how, because I live in Rockland County, New York, a suburb of New York City, and sometimes when I'm in the city and I'm embarrassed to admit it, I come out of the uh, subway station and I can't figure which way is north and south, east or west, and I have to ask someone. So go ahead, Ed. Ed.
11: Odd avenues go south, even avenues go north.
1: Wait, wait, wait. Say that again.
11: Odd avenues go south.
1: Okay, and but I, but I, but when you say odd, help me out a, a bit further. A further, uh,
11: like fifth, seventh, right? They go south. Sixth, eighth, tenth. They go north. Park is two ways. No, you mean God east and west. Way.
1: You mean east and west.
11: No, north and south.
1: Okay, okay. So I, can't, I, I can't hey, help hey, it, hey, east hey, and west. Hey, you, hey, 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 you, you know what? I feel like I feel like that. Uh, that uh, what's that, Ed uh, Castello or the Kessa, Which way is who's on first? Who's on second? That's the way I feel right now. But go ahead, Ed. Go ahead.
12: And look, you
11: know who the real person that should be embarrassed about uh, George Santos is Jamie Harrison and Maloney, the 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 Triple C chairman. Nobody vetted this guy. How many? How many? How much money went to consultants on this that, election? That's,
1: that's always the case, Ed. That is a a wonderful point. Thank you. For the call, Ed from Staten Island, New York, Pamela in central New Jersey. What's on your mind? I'm going to make you feel
13: better about the border. I just had an epiphany. Okay. after the after the Democrats empty Central and South America with all the cartels and gang members and they're living in our country, then it'll be empty down there. So we. Law-abiding Americans can now make a pilgrimage and go cross the border and live down there. And I don't know about you, but after this week, I could use some warm weather.
1: Hey, Pamela, I'm with you. I want you to explain this to me. This is what I'm having a hard time understanding. I, I get it. I get it. I understand the plight and how poor the people are. I get it. But we have limited dollars. Here in America, we can't just take everybody in from around the world and just keep doing it. I, I don't understand the mentality coming out of this administration. It says kumbaya, take them all in, just take them all in. In New York City, for example, they are actually talking about cutting services for tax paying citizens because of the migrants. Help me, Pamela, understand this madness. Well, anybody
13: who has raised chickens or any stock animals, but chickens especially, you can only have so many chickens per coop, per cubic foot. If they get too many, as far as population, you end up getting bacteria, disease, and everybody suffers. So it's the law of the land. It's the law of nature. You cannot provide for more than what you can uh, give.
1: You know what, Pamela, that's interesting because my neighbor uh, grows chicken uh, in his backyard. So I I guess I can bring that up with him. So have you ever had eggs of a uh, fresh chicken?
13: Oh, absolutely. My brother used to raise them. We lived in North Jersey, and you could have chickens, and they stopped, But now a lot of people have chickens again because of organic, and they're allowing it again. They stopped it for a while. And are are the eggs
1: so much better?
13: Oh, absolutely. Okay, so I guess I have
1: to get one for my neighbor.
13: Oh, you can t- taste the freshness. Oh, wow.
1: Absolutely. Well, Pamela, I thank you for for your call. And, um, you know, I, I guess, thank you. I'm going to get to the migrants, but I don't want to get all worked up and upset because I I just don't get it. It's not right what's happening to the american people and so i want to get to these electric cars and i want to talk about whether or not biden's gonna run for office again i hope not i really hope not mr biden you had your you made it you became president of the united states but that's it for the sake of the rest of us That is it, Mr. Biden. I'm going to stay on Santos for another segment because we see all the calls. Dominic Carter in for Greg Kelly. We will be right back.
0: Uh. Greg Kelly, entertaining and informative on the Red Apple Podcast Network.
1: Dominic Carter here with you in for Greg Kelly. Greg is off for the remainder of the week. I will be here, and it is an honor to be with you folks. We are talking about, I was going to move on, but I see the volume of calls that is coming in continuously as it relates to the newly elected well, uh, congressman-elect George Santos and the fabrications Uh, that he, uh, told and is, uh, acknowledging. And then I got caught off on a conversation about, uh, raising chickens and, you know, my neighbor does it. And I, I never, I never understood the logic. I, I guess because I'm a, a New Yorker and my attitude is, well, we, we just go buy a dozen of eggs. And then one of you called up and told me that a dozen of eggs is now $4.69. $4.69. Four dollars and sixty nine cents. So I guess my neighbor who built a, a chicken rich rata bali. Have you ever seen any of your neighbors uh, raise chickens?
3: Uh, we have neighbors upstate raises free range chickens. You bet. Really? And they, yeah, and they just you know I don't know. I guess he coops them now, but you know during the s- spring and summer they're and, out there. They're that, out there walking around yeah, and my, just laying eggs. And, my
1: neighbor told me that even in the winter they keep each other warm. Is that is that true? Or? That
3: I have no idea. I don't know. That I don't know. All I know is that they, you know,
1: and have walk you around. have you ever had a uh, an egg from a uh, a fresh whatever Absolutely. the terminology yes. is? Yes, yes, they're very and, good, and, and it's better than the yes. eggs that we buy in the store.
3: Yes, really, the yolk is much more yellow, much more uh, really, and and it's a lot. Yeah, it just tastes better. It's a lot richer.
1: Okay. So now before I move on to George Santos, I know you're like, how do we, how do we make this, the the sleep from, uh, from, so now have you, uh, deers? I'm not, I'm not a, I'm not a hunter and I have deers in the yard all the time, the front and back. Uh, have you ever had deer meat? Yes. And how does, how does it taste to you?
3: It, if it's made right and it's cooked properly, it's, it's very good. Nice and tender it's very lean deer meat it's very lean venison uh, is very lean
1: does it taste like steak does it taste like chicken
3: i yeah, I guess it would taste more like steak it has a unique taste venison is you know venison is venison steak is steak, but i guess you know it would be closer to it would be closer to steak i would i would say
1: and, and so do do did, did they ground up did they make like ground meat like you can make a burger i mean was it just yeah sticks? you could
3: you could uh you could do it however you like uh i know uh somebody used to make venison parmesan she was italian so she had venison she would cut like cutlets venison cutlets sauce the cheese bake it in the oven wow yeah it was really good actually
1: wow wow well but thank you they you know i remember being out in wyoming and and seeing the bison and how big they are and they had bison burgers which... bison's big
3: it never had bison Elk, I love. Right. Elk is very good at oh. Elk, out West. Elk, nice elk steak, very good.
1: Oh, oh, come on! I, I, I hear you, Rich Radabali. Right Maybe I have to try yeah, it, it. one broaden
3: those, broaden those horizons. Yes, Bob. let's
1: let's open them up. Let's <laughs> open them up, and let's go right back to the telephone calls on Congressman-elect uh, George Santos. Let's go to uh, let's go to Tony in Clifton, New Jersey. Tony, what's on your mind?
14: Hi. Hi, how are you? Hi,
1: I'm well, as I diverted to the discussion of chicken and deer and so on. But I hope you're well, Tony.
14: I am, too. Thank you. So, I, you know, I'm totally sympathetic to Congressman-elect George Santos, and I believe it's really, as your congressman said earlier, going to be up to his district. Uh, on how they're going to handle it. They need to tread carefully. There are a group of people who voted for him, um, unbeknownst to them. And um, so I don't err on his fault what happened. I I erred on the system. So that being said, I compared it to many of the C-SPAN things I watch when they have people in the government who are going to be nominated for different things with, they go before the Senate, they're vetted, they they inquire of them. And so I think that may be the new trend for, for Congressman. I thought it happened already, but I certainly would not uh, blame Congressman-elect George Santos for getting through the system that, you know, that had, obligations to vet, and they did not so you know i wish him the best in all of this it wasn't it wasn't his fault that he got away with it i think it was a system that needs to set up different guidelines as they do for other um senators uh different judiciary people who are working for the government and they did not they have no vetting system so I hope
1: it works out for him. Well, Tony, we appreciate the call. Here is the question. Here is the problem for the congressman-elect. Okay, Uh, you fabricated uh, your education, fabricated uh, your work experience, but the money, the money, the moolah, that is the problem. And so if a few years ago uh, he was uh, basically uh, evicted or looking at – some type of um, uh, legal issue as it relates to a place where he lived. And uh, Mr. Santos, uh, you know, so he had financial trouble. Many people go through financial trouble. But he wasn't making much money, and yet he claims, emphasis word on claims, to have funded uh, his $700,000 to his campaign. That is what prosecutors are going to be looking at, the New York Attorney General, Letitia James, has already, her office has already said they are looking at this. And when, uh, during this interview with John Katzimatiz yesterday, when the congressman-elect was asked about this, here was his, the money, here was his response. Last question. Um, the $700,000 you put into the election, was that your money?
5: That is the money of, that I paid myself through my company, the Volder Organization.
1: Interesting. Interesting. Doesn't pass the smell test. Does not pass the smell test. And and if I'm, what something's rotten in Denmark, and if I'm stating that, imagine what prosecutors, and you can't just tell them that it came from your company. You've got to prove it. Let's go to Mark in New Jersey. Mark, what's on your mind? Hey,
2: Dominic. Love your show. Thank you. Very
1: kind of you to say. Thank you.
2: Thank you. I I just want to say, you know, we're always holding people's feet to the fire. The Democrat Party or the Democrat politicians have been lying, cheating and stealing, specifically the last, what, 10, 12 years, and they get a free pass. So I feel as Americans, we need to give Santos an opportunity and a chance to not be so hard on him, because the Democrat Party always sticks together, no matter what
1: but but no matter what. I, I hear you, Mark, I, I, I hear you, but I mean, how could you or a constituent, more importantly, of, of his, how could you believe anything that comes out of his mouth?
2: Well, that becomes an issue, and I'm not condoning lying, right? But to me, those were little white lies. Now, he needs to be held accountable, yes, but if we're going to hold him accountable, then you need to hold Nancy Pelosi, Schumer, Shifty Schiff. Schiff is still going around saying Trump was uh, colluded with Russian spies. I mean, it's ridiculous. We, We have to cut this man a break and give him an opportunity because if you haven't noticed, you just mentioned the border. I worked on the southwest border many, many years ago. People don't understand the child sex trafficking and all that stuff that comes with it. All they see is, oh, poor, poor migrants. These aren't migrants. They're illegal aliens, and that's based on the law. People need to look at the INA, which is the Immigration Nationality Act. I I agree with
1: you, Mark. I I, I agree with you. I, I agree with you. I'm not buying all of this kumbaya we're, you know, uh, asylum. We're seeking. I mean, you know, I, I I'm just not buying it. And 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 if you're seeking asylum, just like Trump said, just like the former president said, okay, asylum, stay in Mexico while we decide this matter. No, 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 no. We'll consider it. We'll we'll consider it. But you're in Mexico. You you can't come here. And that's why I support Mark. I know it's controversial, but when when Trump separated the family, I said bravo. When he, when, when the children were, bravo. Dominic, how could you say such a thing? Easy. You've got to send a message that you're not joking around. Because if not, and Mark, I'm trying to stay calm. I'm here for Greg this week. I, I don't want to, uh, you know, my head blow through the, through the ceiling, but all all I, all I see, and I, I'm going to keep repeating this, Mark. All I see is, You know, the the migrants are coming here, and all I see is free, 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 free. Get over. Free, free, free. Take advantage of the Americans. Free, free, free. Oh, we're victims. Free, free, free. Free, free, free. Mark, that's all I see.
2: Mark. Anybody listening to think about something. Just think about the young kids being brought over here who are going to get trafficked in the sex trafficking trade that people blow it off. They think it doesn't exist. Well, I know it exists because I worked in that field and I've seen it. People need to wake up, see what's going on. This administration is in violation of immigration law, period. They're the hugest smugglers of bringing in illegal aliens. You can't have an open borders. Congress said, no, Biden said, yes. Yes. It's a huge problem, and the crime rate's going to skyrocket. I'm just going to sit back, eat my popcorn, and watch.
1: If you're not the victim, and we hope that doesn't happen to you, Mark, or 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 one of your family members. But thank thank you for the call. Dominic Carter in for Greg Kelly. Let's go to uh, Julie, Staten Island, New York. Julie, what's on your mind?
15: Oh, hi, Dominic. Yes, I'm sorry. I just wanted to call you about Santos, but, Being about the border, I just want to weigh in on that. My confusion is Biden is breaking the law when it comes to immigration law. Why isn't anybody yelling to impeach him? I mean, they impeached Trump over a phone call. And I don't get that part. We have no more money. We're broke. Where in God's name, are they going to get the money to help these people? These people need homes. They need food. They need clothes. I mean, we can't take care of our own right now. and
1: it's Julie, so Julie, horrible Julie, with Julie, Julie I'm, I'm going to let you finish. But but I want to ask you this question because maybe you can help me. Maybe, maybe, maybe I'm not dealing in reality. Maybe I'm not. But can you can you when you're done with this phone call, can you go somewhere and get a free cell phone?
15: A oh, who? A free cell phone? Oh, no, right,
1: night. right. And, and that's what I thought. I just want to make sure it's not just me. Now, I know I know. if you're on public assistance, there are programs uh, that you can get a uh, a free cell phone. But you come here, you put up in a nice hotel or, or a hotel, a hotel, at least if you arrive in New York. There's food. And, and you know, there's this debate going on back and forth between Texas and the White House now over Governor Abbott, uh, shipping the migrants there and, and, them arriving, uh, in the, in the bitter of the cold and, and the holiday time. But what about the fact that you did not have to get on that bus? You did not have to come here. You could have stayed where you were. And I mean, all of this kumbaya victims, victims, but but wh- wh- where where is all of this money, Julie? Going to come from?
15: That's what I'm afraid of. I'm afraid they're going to bankrupt the U.S. They want to train us dry, so we'll be poor like everyone else. And that's what Mad- Madeline Albright at one point had said. It Why should we be the most powerful country? Why should we have everything? Why- it was like? Some Democrats hate the idea that America was strong. America was stronger and. Better than, well, not better, that's not the word I'm looking for, but more powerful than the other countries. And we were, you know, the leader, you know, helped right. everybody. Right. They kind of didn't like it. They, they resent that we were uh, the most richest. And so they want to drain it. It looks like they want to bankrupt us, so we should well, be...
1: Poor like everyone else. Well, Julie, uh, if that's what—thank you for the call. If that's what their goal is, they are well on their way to achieving it. And then what? And then what? Then they're going to turn around and say, "Oh, it's a Republican's fault." Then the Republicans are going to say, "Oh, it's the Democrats' fault," and we're all going to be broke. The truth of the matter is, many of us are barely holding on right now. If you look at some of your tax bills. Uh, if you ho- own a home and, and, and you're just giving free, 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 come on down, free, 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 come to America. The great American story. Dominic Carter in for Greg Kelly. More of your calls when we return.
0: Uh, Greg out. Kelly, entertaining and informative on the Red Apple Podcast Network.
1: Dominic Carter here for Greg Kelly, and we see all the calls. We're going to go right back to the telephones regarding Congressman-elect George Santos and his fabrications appearing on the John Casamitidis radio program yesterday. Let's go to Robert in Philadelphia. Robert, what's on your mind? Robert?
10: Robert?
1: Hey, Robert, are you there? I'm going to try one more time. Robert, are you there? Okay, we're going to move. I'm sorry. Dominic. Oh, okay, go ahead, please.
11: Real sorry. Um, it's good to hear you during the daytime too, my man. Um, I just wanted to say real quick, I understand that Democrats lie, cheat and steal, but we cannot be like that. Not just because it's not good, but it's going to be hard enough to fight this corruption. If we and if we cede the moral high ground by keeping this guy, it's going to make it all the more harder because the mainstream media is going to beat it to death. We got to do the right thing in here, even when it's hard. Okay, and that's all I got to say. Hey, and Robert, well, well,
1: wait, 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 say. wait, 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 Robert, what, yeah, what, here. what? Define, define the right thing.
11: Um, replace him.
1: Okay. Well, the, that, have, an, that, have another
11: election. I'm, I mean, I like I said.
5: Uh, okay, but Robert, but but,
1: but what what if you have another election and the Democrat that lost Mr. Zimmerman? What if he wins? What if the Democrat wins the next time?
11: Okay. Okay. I mean, I, I'm I'm not I'm not saying this is going to be this could be a good thing, but I'm convinced that if we do the right thing here and not be like them, it will be harder to fight what they do. That's this isn't mis- this isn't like, you know, fairy tales and all this. I'm preaching. I'm saying realistically, and if we want to fight it, we can't be like
1: them. OK, well, thank you, Robert, from Philadelphia, Dennis in New Jersey. Dennis, you've got about 25 seconds. Go right ahead. please. OK,
2: D- Dominic, I'm saying put the shoe on the other foot. The new York we're talking about the New York Times exposing george uh, S- uh, Santos here. How about the fact that the New York Times is more dishonest than Santos since they have yet to report to the American people the fact that the FBI Twitter, and the Democrats conspired conspired to rig the election? They have yet to report that they are more dishonest. And they are more De- despicable De- than Dennis,
1: yours. Dennis, you Wait, episode- De- Dennis, I have to step in. If you if you can call us back, Dennis, I'll put you back to the front of the line. I've got to take a break. Dominic Carter in for Greg Kelly. We will be right back.
0: Kelly, entertaining and informative on the Red Apple Podcast Network.
1: Dominic Carter in for Greg Kelly. We are in the home stretch of Greg's show. I'm in for Greg all week. He has the week off. We are discussing the Congressman elect George Santos, the situation at the border with the migrants and we see all of your telephone calls. I promise you we're going to get to as many as humanly possible, but I want to bring in someone I have a lot of respect for uh, has always, I have always had a lot of respect for him. That is the Reverend Ruben Diaz out of the Bronx, New York. He is a leader that he's someone uh, I I constantly say in speeches around the country that one person can change the world. And he is someone, Reverend Diaz, that has single-handedly built a lot of housing in the Bronx for residents of this city. Reverend Diaz, thank you for joining us.
10: Uh, Merry Christmas to you, Dominic, and to all the leisure uh, and a prosperous proper new year. God bless you, my friend. I always admire you, too. You, Thank you. You're the best.
1: Well, you, you're, you're the real deal, Reverend Diaz. And um, explain this to me, because I'm, I'm almost banging my head against the wall. The Biden administration and their policies as it relates to the border. I don't understand. Maybe you can put this in perspective for me.
10: I don't even I don't even understand. I think Trump had everything under control. Trump built built the wall. He had everything under control. Then Biden invited everyone to come, and everyone is coming. Now he they, the Democrats are criticizing the Republican governors for sending the refugees to the Democrats. Uh, state, but the, the Republicans never invited them. The Democrat was the one that invited them, and the Democrat was the one that created the the refugee city, the sanctuary city. So I don't know why they're crying because the, they were invited by the Democrats, uh, and Biden was the one to create the chaos. Trump had it. I'm myself again. Trump had everything under control. So I was happy with Donald Trump, and I hope he comes.
1: He comes back. Well, you you know what, Reverend Diaz, you just said, and it bears repeating that you were happy with Trump, and you hope he comes back. I was happy with Trump as well. I really was. My 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 stock account was a lot better uh under under president trump i didn't vote for him in terms of i did not support him to be a you know mr mr congeniality you, you support Mr. Trump to get the job done. He got the job done. Look at where we are at now. Reverend Diaz, you have been one that understood a long time ago that you didn't buy, and this is why I am a registered Republican. You didn't buy into party labels a long time ago, and you have gotten a lot done. Explain that to me.
10: Well, you know, I, when the Republicans, uh, do it, uh, good I will praise the Republican and when the Democrats do it good I will praise the, the Democrats. Democrat. The only problem is that the Republicans are always doing better than the Democrats.
1: As simple as that I
10: mean, as simple as that. I mean you could see all the the five counties in the city of New York four, four of them are controlled totally by Democrats. The Bronx, every single elected official in the Bronx is a Democrat Every single elected official in Brooklyn is a Democrat, and everything, and so on, so on and on. But the only borough out of the five controlled by Republicans is Staten Island, and when you compare the the life, the safety, the housing, the security, the the the, the benefits uh, to living in Staten Island, I, are twice better than in the Bronx and in Brooklyn and in and and, 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 and in, in those and those controlled by Democrats. So why is it that the is the is the Republican so bad? How is it that the areas controlled by Republicans are better for <laughs> our people and for everyone else <laughs> than the, that, than those controlled by by Democrats?
1: And let the church say amen. R- R- Reverend Diaz, what, what you just explained in 20 seconds is what I try to explain to people. And in particular right now, for, for argument's sake, for this discussion, as it relates to communities of color, why would you give your vote, your total vote, to Democrats when they are doing very little for you? It defies logic, Reverend Diaz. Well, the the Democrat has managed to
10: control the 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 agenda. The Republicans, I don't know what's wrong with them. They they don't they don't promote themselves. They don't they don't promote what they do. I mean, they the Democrats lie, and the Republicans don't even fight. And you know, they they should start fighting. They should start. Uh, spending resources in our communities, letting our people know what they do and who, who are they, and the history, the history. I mean, I mean, there are, there are, there are uh, the the, Kukos, the KKK, the Ku Klux Klan. They were Democrats, and, and nobody, no, nobody says that. Nobody, says, don't, nobody explains nobody explained that. And, uh, and I am gonna repeat myself again. It is time for the Republicans to start spending resources to come to our communities. Uh, see, now in those elections, in the past election, Lee Selby came a few times to the Bronx. It is about time for him to come back and start you know, building in what, in what, over, what already was built.
1: Hey Reverend Diaz, I've got to move on to some of the callers, but I do. I will be remiss if I didn't ask you this question. I have watched you over the years employ lots of people in the Bronx. I have watched you over the years build housing where people can have a place to live. Several buildings. Several buildings. How how did you get it done? And and what did you know that traditional Democrats do not know?
10: Uh I did those things with George Pataki was, a, was the was the governor. I did Reverend the plaza. George Pataki was the governor. I did uh Reverend the Housing because the, uh, they they the Republican the Republic has been very, very nice, very good to the Bronx. And especially when I was in, in the state senate, uh, building and helping me uh, do for the community. The Democrats are the ones that does not do anything for us.
1: Hmm. Reverend Diaz, every chance I get to speak to you, I consider it an honor because uh, you you have been on the front line. You have done so much for the community. Bottom line. And so, thank you, and, and I look forward to chatting with you in the future, the Reverend Ruben Diaz Sr. So we're going right back to the uh, telephone calls, a number of topics, and uh, we are listening to what you have to say, Valerina, in the great state of Rhode Island. What's on your mind?
16: Dominic, it's so wonderful to hear your voice. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. God bless you and your family. Thank you. Your voice is such a comfort to me. I got laid off from my job last Tuesday. I had to get on the plane to see family in Rhode Island and New Jersey. And I could use all your listeners' prayers that I can get back to work. I live in Florida.
1: I'm sorry to hear that, that you, that you lost
16: your job. Thank you. We all, we all did. We got laid off. Times are tough. This economy is hurting a lot of companies. I just want your listeners to know that even though I love Florida, unemployment is only 275 a week, and you have to wait 2 full weeks before you can apply, and they make it very difficult for you. Now, there are jobs out there, but unfortunately, it's very hard for people like me that are 65 years old to compete with the younger people. But I just want you to know how much I smile whenever i hear that you're going back and forth to see your daughter in rhode island i grew up here when i hear about you in warwick with the with the linemen that are, are here to save those poor people in um buffalo i'll be praying for them and we're so proud of these linemen and we're very proud of you we just love you very much i just speak for so many people dominic you what? are just a light to the world
1: Thank you. Thank you. Sometimes I end up in trouble, Valerina, because I'm going to call it the way it is, and I'm not going to do. I will never do the traditional Democratic talking points. Well, you know, Democrats are best for urban areas. That's not me. If you're not delivering, I'm going to call you out. And right now, Mr. President, with all due respect, You are not delivering for the American people. That's why a majority of Americans do not want you to run again. And I'm sorry, your team, Mr. President, with all due respect, has you drinking the Kool-Aid. You did okay with the midterm elections. Okay, you did better than expected. But now to flirt with the possibility of running again, we won't survive this. If 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 uh, if you run again and and win, Valerina, I'm really sorry. And you know what, Valerina, I, I'm um I, I'm a little upset because you're telling me that all you can get is two seventy five a week from unemployment, and it's gonna take some time for that to go through. And yet, if you were a migrant, you could come here and get free housing, get a free cell phone, get free 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 food, cable TV, everything. That's just not right, Valerina.
16: No, and my basic plan on Verizon for my cell phone, which I desperately need, is $70 a month after fees, government fees and taxes. That is the plan for senior citizens, and it's the type of plan I need because I have a job where I work from home. So people like me, we are really disgusted with the Biden administration and all of the Republicans, unlike you and other people that are going along with this migrant nonsense because we can't afford it. Our nation is broke, and people like me that work hard and were born here, we're, we
1: just don't have the money. And you played by the rules. You played by yes, the sir, rules. Ballerina, yes, sir, thank I you.
16: God's going to be good. God's going to come through.
1: Well, thank you, and and, and I, I hope it does work out for you. Thank you. I really do. Sandra in New Jersey, what's on your mind?
14: Oh, thank you. Taking my call, Dominic. Happy holidays. I wanted to say that um, as uh, an executive recruiter, that was my career. You know, I don't go for lying on resumes, no matter what party it is. I know you want to do bad like the other side does and start to get like that, but I don't want that on resumes because that's going to make everyone start lying on resumes, and it's going to make the recruiter's job a lot harder to.
8: Find
1: out what's not right on the resume. I just don't go for that. That's all I wanted to say. Thank you, Sandra, referring to uh, the Congressman elect George Santos. Thank you for the call. Uh, Chris in the Catskills has been holding for a while. And Chris, I apologize and I thank you for joining us. What's on your mind, Chris?
12: Dominic, as someone who won numerous campaigns and held office for four years as a strong, policy-wonk Democrat, and I won the Republican line as an in, as an incumbent through a writing campaign in the Independence Party line three times and the Working Families Party line twice via writing campaigns, I can tell you and your listeners' firsthand knowledge that there is corruption in all political parties. Santos lied about his education and work history And now he tells his constituents to believe that his platform he ran on is real. The constituents can't trust him. And the Republican Party bosses, quite frankly, they don't care about platforms. None of these party bosses nowadays care about platforms. None of these candidates run on legitimate platforms. All the party bosses care about all the political parties, Democrat, Republican. They only care about control, controlling the houses of the legislature on whether it's federal or state level and having winners, Now, $700,000 for a Long Island-based congressional district in a cosmopolitan part of the United States is not a ton of money. I personally know Antonio Delgado, a former congressman uh, when he beat John Faso, and now he's lieutenant governor, and Congressman Pat Ryan. And when they both had the seven-field primary against one another, they were the top two fundraisers, and they placed one and two, and Antonio Delgado raised Like 1.4 million, and Pat Ryan raised like 1.2 million. And now this year, uh, Pat Ryan raised more than that to get elected. So, uh, you know, with Santos, the money that he raised, I don't know. Like, I've been toying around with the idea of starting a non for profit, writing about political ideology and government and politics.
1: Chris, I'm short on time. But make your point. You said the money that Santos made, because you keep. Getting to your point, and then you keep going off to something else. So the money that Santos raised, what? Because I've got to take a break.
12: It's a, well, seven hundred thousand. I mean, I, did he? He's claiming
1: he's So Wait, Chris, a you're sa- you're saying what, what Chris? Chris, what are you saying? I'm just trying to get your point. I've got to take a break.
12: How much money did he raise totally for the entire campaign? $700,000 does not seem yeah. like a lot. Okay, so today. that C&A. so that's your
1: point. That's your point. That 700000 is not a lot. But still, if you can't verify where that money came from, Chris, you've got a major problem. I thank you for the call, and I wish that I had much more time, Chris, but it's just that I'm up against a uh, break, and we've already blown past that. Dominic Carter in for Greg Kelly. We will be right back.
16: Traffic jams, tailgating,
0: Greg Kelly, entertaining and informative, on the Red Apple Podcast Network.
1: Dominic Carter in for Greg Kelly. We are in the home stretch of Greg's show, and I want to get in as many telephone calls as possible. Congressman-elect George Santos uh, admitting that he fabricated a number of items as it relates to his background. Uh, work history, uh, even claimed to be Jewish, but now he's saying that he's, quote, Jew hyphen ish, whatever that means. It's all very in- interesting. Gracie in Rockland County, New York. Gracie, what's on your mind?
17: Hi, Dominic. I have two points that are connected. Schumer said we need the migrants because The American birth rate, U.S.A. birth rate, we're not reproducing enough. Now, maybe if we didn't pay so many taxes, maybe people would have reproduced more. I know I stopped at two kids, and that was a hell of a long time ago. So we need the immigrants to come, the migrants to come, so that they reproduce and we have the population. But unfortunately, the immigrants now, and the immigrants like my father didn't get a handout. Now the food, Dominic. I'm giving you the food. Aldi today. We got to all get chickens. Remember, yesterday I said four twenty nine a dozen. A dozen is now four forty nine. And the salad I buy went from four thirty nine to four eighty nine. So what are we supposed to do? What are we supposed to eat? Uh, these policies. Wait, for,
1: Gracie, for one salad
17: no it's a it's a sixteen ounce box of weeds my cus, husband calls them weeds It's like in a container and there's six different kinds of like arugula weeds right. ounce, you right. know but but Dominic, last week four thirty nine today four eighty nine the eggs uh, four dollars uh twenty nine four 49. Come on, where do you live? I'm going to come steal from your neighbor the chicken.
1: <laughs> well, they, they have the, uh, the fences up and, uh, and the chicken are out there, Gracie. Gracie, I've got to move on. You are wonderful because I have a lot of calls here. Thank you for the call. Let me go to Irene. Irene on Long Island. Irene, what's on your mind?
8: Okay. um, I live in George Santos District, and I voted for him, and I do not think he should resign. Uh, What he did was awful lying, et cetera, et cetera, but um, he came clean. He didn't. Try to do a finagle.
1: Well, but wait, 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 um, Irene. So he, he, he. Quote unquote, came clean after the New York Times <laughs> revealed this.
8: Well, let's let's not talk about the New York Times. How about Joe Biden? He had uh, two law degrees. He gra- graduated first in his class. Um, he went to a university. They never heard of him. You know, he committed plagiarism, on and on and on. And you know what? I'm sick and tired of the Republicans not having the goons to fight the Democrats. You know what? What's good for the goose is good for the
1: gander. I, I've heard that a few times. Thank you for the uh, call. Let's stay on Long Island. Let's say hello to Peter. Peter, I'm short on time. You've got 25 seconds. Please go right ahead.
12: Hey, Dominic. I'm not, I'm not a fan of yours, but I love Greg. Um, he's going to stay in. He's Thank you. Thank We're you for that,
1: people, Peter. What a okay. wonderful way to start he's a conversation. Elected. What a wonderful hey. way to start a conversation, Peter. That is just wonderful.
12: Yeah, He's going to vote for McConnell.
1: Right, right. everything will be fine. Right, everything will be fine. Okay, just Just relax. Okay, Peter, Peter, can I be a fan of yours? I want to be a fan of yours. Can I? Sure. Okay, I'm a fan of yours, even though you're not a fan of mine. Thank you, Peter. And, folks, we do apologize that we could not get to uh, more calls. Dominic Carter in for Greg Kelly for the uh, rest of the week. Greg has the the week off a well-deserved uh week off peter is a fan of greg's and so folks we will continue with the uh topics of the week i want you folks to have a great afternoon and i will be back again tomorrow dominic carter in for greg kelly